If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the wrap. It's the end of July 2022 and you're tuned into The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And as we head into August, we're getting ready for new devices, starting with new foldables next month. Yes, it looks like as if Samsung is set to announce two new models in the next few weeks, likely including a fourth generation Galaxy Fold and Galaxy Flip, and maybe some more gadgets as well. But before then, Samsung has new screens on the way, at least in the desktop space. While you've probably seen Samsung TVs before, and maybe even Samsung screens without realizing it, because Samsung screens aren't just used on its phones, but also on iPhones, you mightn't think about the Samsung screens for your computer. But if you're a gamer, you may well want to, with a few big new monitors on the way, one of which looks set to offer a 4K resolution at a staggering 240Hz. That mightn't mean all that much to you, but if you're a gamer, it means potentially super silky smooth and slick animations. It's coming on a 32-inch screen from Samsung, the Odyssey Neo G8, a curved display with some neat light-up bits at the back designed to draw attention, provided you don't mind paying two grand for the privilege. It'll be joined by a slightly slower 165Hz 32-inch model in a G7, while the 240Hz refresh rate will be offered in a full HD model that's a little bit smaller for substantially less in the $550 G4, which will be flat but relatively inexpensive, so to speak. It's a similar situation in gaming laptops, with stuff happening there too, which will see twice the refresh rates in new Alienware laptops with a 480Hz screen option in 17 inches. Sure, they're going to be big computers to carry around and likely pricey too, but if you need something made for games, well it seems like there are plenty of options this year for sure. And there are of course plenty of options for lots of things. There are new TVs from Philips in Australia as another player looks set to offer OLED screens locally, while 5G providers are actually expanding locally as well, beyond the main three, the Optus, Telstra and Vodafone. Optus and Telstra have both been dabbling with 5G in its mobile virtual network operators, the MVNOs, and now Vodafone is bringing 5G to those as well. It means if you subscribe to one of the smaller players in the market, you might see 5G support on your phone very shortly, provided you subscribe to the right plan. You will need one of those recent 5G phones, but they've been popping up quite a bit over the years, so if you've upgraded in the past couple of years, well you may even have one even if you don't realize it yet. There are new models though, plenty of them, and one we're reviewing right now the Google Pixel 6a. It's a new entrant in Google's Pixel range, but it's a little bit different, as Google returns the Pixel A series to Australia, which is basically its low-cost entry, or lower cost, we should say, because at $750 locally, the Pixel 6a isn't cheap. It is smaller, but it's not cheap. It's a 6.1-inch 5G phone, distinct from the 6.4-inch of the standard Pixel 6, or even the 6.7 of the 6 Pro, and it sports a very similar look. It's the same chip as in the bigger models, but the screen isn't as slick and the camera isn't as solid. You will get a camera out of the Pixel 5 from a couple of years ago, and that's not bad, just different, not as good as what's in the Pixel 6 series. And you won't get wireless charging or a decent battery either, likely needing a nightly charge, even though we kind of expect more from mid-range mobiles in this day and age. That might be enough to make the Pixel 6a worthy of a compromise or two. You are saving a little bit of money between the models, but we'd consider your options quite carefully, as not only does the mid-range offer quite a bit to choose from, but Google is a few months away from upgrading its Pixel range entirely, likely in October. It's a little like that in wearables, which are also seeing some 
system updates of sorts right now. Even though a new Apple Watch is likely turning up in September with Android wearables on the way as well, there's also another option and it's one that doesn't look like your conventional smartwatch. Wyvings has updated its ScanWatch model, a style of smartwatch that looks more like a standard analog watch but comes with a very small screen inside. Its hands are electronically controlled and your time comes from your phone, but you glance at the watch and it will just look like a regular analog watch. Inside though it's all smarts, it'll get your phone's notifications and track a whole heap of health metrics, looking at heart rate, blood oxygen, and perform an ECG and electrocardiograph, letting you check your vitals in a watch that also doesn't lose out on battery life like a regular smartwatch, going for as much as a month. You'll miss out on some things though, you can't talk through it, there's no GPS, it doesn't store music, and you can't pay for things with it. The scam watch does miss out on some aspects of the smartwatch experience, but if you're after a watch that looks and feels like one, and doesn't need a nightly charge, the ScanWatch Horizon is one wearable worth checking out. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode can be found each week at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get podcasts from. But for now, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Stay safe, stay sane, and take care.